Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Wolves Fancast. David Evans here. Uh, no, of course it's not David <laughs> Evans. Um, I, I, I couldn't replicate the voice, could I? No. Uh, no, it's Adam Price here. Come off the substitutes bench to do hosting duties. Losing my host L plates tonight. Popping my host Cherry. All of those innuendos. Um, today's triple threat of Fancastians are Jakey. Hello. Hoops. Hello. And Jordan. Hello. So, gents, how are we? How are we all? Good, we're yeah. good. Very good. I feel a bit left out that I'm not a J, because that doesn't kind of be a or triple a threat. You got a Jukes, <laughs> yes. Great fragrance. Yeah, yeah that's, just like, that's kind of like that knockoff after shave you get yeah, in the market. That'll be knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> I had Jupe, actually. Yeah. I think I had it in many years. I'm sticking with Jupe and Jadon Price. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about probably about 10 years ago now. I I was a Jupe man at some point. At some Mm. point I wore Jupe in Blast Off or Night Bar or something like that many years ago. I I didn't mind Brut as well. Brut's had a bit of resurgence in recent years. Right, how are we already on this bad of a tangent? (laughs) 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 Kind of how it goes, yeah. (laughs) This is what we do. Yeah, Yeah. this is what we do. (laughs) Right, uh, today, or tonight rather, we're going to be talking about Palace... Reading and Watford. Uh, so let's just jump straight in. Uh, Palace one, Wolves one. Normally we kind of start at the end of games, but let's let's take it right to the start. I find a good place to start is at the beginning. Is what I, what I normally <laughs> like to find. Um, Nuno changed up a bit. There's need for Palace, so we had a, a bit of a, a team change. I think we was all kind of a bit thrown in the WhatsApp group initially, anyway, when the team selection photo came up and we saw you know, maybe Jota in midfield or whatever, but. Gents, what did we think of the team selection? Jake, I'll come to you first. I was pleased that he'd actually changed something. Everyone was calling for it. Everyone's calling for new people to come in. But I think a formation change, just something a bit different, was just a little bit of something fresh we needed. And for 45 minutes, I would argue it worked if we could finish our dinner sort of thing. You know, we had, we made chances, we created chances. We had players in the right positions, you know, playing a trail right, right wing, He's in a position to attack. You know, you've got the cover of Doherty at right back. It made sense. It's just one of those that, because we've played such a, you know, played the same formation for so long, it probably is going to have teething problems. And I think Nuno will probably revert back to what he knows, because you know we probably should have won the game on the first forty-five, but didn't. So he'd probably see it as a failure. I mean, I couldn't call that starting eleven. I don't think any of us could. I think when we looked at it, I think probably going in, we thought that he may tinker with the defence again, as he has done recently. I thought potentially, you know, and we'll come on to this later, perhaps when we look at the future games, that, you know, Jimenez is probably worth a a rest or two. Uh, So I thought that may have been a possibility. And, you know, with Crotone playing well against Braga. But I thought two or three changes... I guess Saiz wasn't a surprise because I think if you look back at Nuno in his tenure so far, Saiz is all, I mean, we'll talk about the game and perhaps contradict myself here, but in terms of a selection, Saiz is kind of his go-to man, isn't he, really, when things aren't going too great and he wants things to be a little bit more solid in there, then he'll bring Saiz in. Um, but I couldn't call it, I, did, I didn't expect to see Traore so further, uh, you know, further field as, as he was. Um, but yeah, we'll come on to the game. But my initial my initial reaction was, shit, <laughs> this could be brilliant, or the, or you know, he's kind of going to live or die by his sword. Um, but it was a brave selection. He, he needed to make changes, um, but it wasn't one I could could call. 
just before, sorry, Jordan, do you think we got away with it? In terms of the selection? Yeah, or do, you think, do you think in terms of selection we got away with it by getting a point out of the game? I think it's justified in it. To answer your question, I think it's justified in terms of the, the selection. So, yeah, abs- absolutely. Um, and as you touched on there, you know, the first 45, we were fantastic. It was probably the best 45 minutes we've had this season. So I, th- I think it was ju- it was justified. Um, no, absolutely. Um, but then I question that when I think, well, Sace is probably the one maybe. But that aside, then, yeah, I think um, absolutely. What do you reckon, Jordan? Team um <coughs> Before the game, it it sort of st- stunk to me a little bit of, uh, you know, when you panic when you're on Football Manager and you're like, I need to do something desperately to get out of this funk. It felt a little bit like, right, what can I do? But actually, on reflection of probably how we started this season and the 11 people on that pitch, other than Sace, possibly for Bennett and Valet, no one's really doing themselves any justice in that position. They've probably been our 10 best players plus one of, you know, plus Sace, you know, sort of thing. So I th- when you look at it and sit down on it, it, it's probably given our, like, you know, given our 10 informed players the chance to start from the start. And like I say, first 45 minutes were brilliant. You know, Gita made a fantastic save from Doherty, sort of reverted back to what we knew. But I do agree with Jay. I think that actually, if Jota, you know, if we didn't get that. You know, point right at the end. I think we'd be looking at it thinking, as he lost the plot a little bit here. Well, it's one of those, isn't it? It's quite weird when um, you make a raft of changes. Is he? Does he know what he's doing? Or is it a gamble too far? But let's go on to the game itself. Now, I've got. Um, I was going to do a bit of a. Is this a stack coming? I feel. I feel like. No, it wasn't. Man. I was just going to give myself a, cli- a cliche alert, a cliche, okay. a cliche klaxon, because. <laughs> um, <laughs> Was it a tale of two halves, or oh, no. was, did, did we get out of jail with the game? So, what's everyone's, what's everyone's, what's everyone's thoughts on the on the game itself as an overall before we get onto the final points? I don't think we got out of jail because I think we really deserved it. I thought we really, really deserved it. I thought we, I thought we played well. Um, yes, okay, I take the point that the second half performance wasn't as great, but in context, we'd started really well. I think we had a good, real thirty minutes in that first half. They, they, you know, they got the goal straight after, knocked our confidence. It was a fortunate goal, let's be honest. And as we alluded to earlier, you know, we had some really good chances and fantastic save in the first half, as Jordan said. So, I think we des- we deserved it. When you, you know, it's literally the last kick of the game. You can go, okay, got out of jail, but in the context of the game, I thought we absolutely were good value for a draw at least. Yeah, I think I think we touched on it earlier that it was it was very much a game of, of two halves and I think second half we were we were very much under the caution, were lucky to get the goal, but I think a draw was probably a fair result. But if you look at the game and the chances we had, it should have been three each, not one all. You know, the bit the big chances we had and we got lucky that, you know, Ben Teke couldn't finish his dinner sort of thing, you know, and Patricio, you know, say bailed us out a few times. It's one of those where you're thinking what could have been and we've had a few of those this season and it's we need to, you know, scrape a one nil win you know, with our one shot on target, like Celtic Barcelona sort of thing. Just get get something behind us, really. Yeah, and I, I agree completely. I think that we're at the. It's hard, you know. Again, no more cliches, but you know, it's not D Day as such, but we are desperate. Just I'll, for that I'll, win. Send, I'll send the alert again. Yeah, should I let you know. I'll give you. I'll give you a kick next time. Um, but you know, we we could do with like. A scrappy goal off someone's back, you know, back of someone's arse, and 
literally just scraping. I think you know, would you'll soon see the confidence, like you know, eat back into that team. It's just at the moment, I just feel that you know, you saw it again. As soon as we go one down, and we are going one down a lot of times this year, it seems to drain us, and you know, the confidence is literally like seeping out of us. So it would be good just to you know, like say, nick a 1-0 or, you know, just in the first half, we could have quite easily been 2-3-0 up and, you know, this time last season, we probably would have been 2-3-0 up how it was going. It's just the way that, you know, the way it's going so far, I think. So, when it comes to standouts, players or, you know, picking individual performances, um, Silly says, did he let himself or the team down? I mean, I can't remember what he did to get his first book in, but was it a bit silly for him to rag a player down when he's now he's on a yellow card? He's always been a walking book in the, 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 the whole time mm. we've had him. And sometimes that's great because he's got that fight and drive and desire to, you know, get stuck in. But in those games where there needs to be some game management to it, he, he has got history for it. And I feel like he, he did let himself and, and the team down there because I mean, we were one down already. It's just not what we needed. It was the same with what Bolly did. Bolly's got it in him. We've got defenders and midfielders in in those two that are a risk, but it's it's the risk that you've got to take because I mean he was having an all right game and he's had a few all right games here and there. He's not played terribly and he does work hard, but he's just got that in him. He does like to yeah. collect some cards, doesn't he? He's got yeah. he's got more cards than I've got wedding cards on the door there. <laughs> the Clinton. But you're right. We've 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 said. So I don't think you know if you were kind of going to put a bet and and you hadn't seen the game and said somebody got sent off, he'd probably be up there, wouldn't he? But and I, and I was thinking about Sage because I, I just think his style of play as well. I think I don't know whether or not he's more suited to the championship. The more you know, the physicality in his game. I just don't think that intricacy in terms of. You know, Zahar and play and and people like that are going to go down quite easily. And you know, yeah, you can rough it about a bit, but he's got to be a little bit more intelligent in the way in which he carries himself on a pitch. So he's always a little bit vulnerable. You notice with Matinho, we will probably actually concede more fouls during the game, um, but he kind of knows when to do it and at what right times. Whereas I think, don't think Sate has quite got that intelligence. No, no, and that. When you do watch Matinho, he's very, you know, the stats last year, he's probably one of our most tackles, I think, last year. Mm. And it's like, he's five foot six. You will never think, he's, you know, mm. like, you know, you never think it. But actually, when you do watch him, he does know when to, you know, if the if an attack needs breaking down, he will just niggle someone. It's the fact that Says goes and kicks Zahar up the arse, pretty much, sends him 10 foot in the air in front of the fourth official. And it's like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, that point, again, it could have cost us and probably should have cost us in you know nine times out of ten we wouldn't get back in that game and get a point out of it especially when you're down to ten men but he's in the team to be combative um, and he's sort of you know he's one of the players in, in the squad and one of the few players in our team that actually when you've got the backs against the wall you probably want him Fighting well, I remember like sorry, Jay. I remember famously <laughs> that picture with Middlesbrough away, and you'll know the one where he's on the floor and he's like <laughs> yeah. stretched out because we're down to nine men at the time, and he actually managed to stay on. Um, <laughs> and and but he typified what I think Jordan's saying there in terms of he's one of those you'll he'll go to war for you, but yeah. it's just kind of been a little bit more thoughtful. But you, you mentioned you mentioned Middlesbrough there, and I think this is one of the issues we're going to have going forward, and I think especially this season is I think Sice's level, as we discussed, is probably top level of championship. And what you've got to remember is, although we're doing well, and I think there's arguments that we overperformed last year, we have still got a lot of players that 
have performed most of their careers at a championship level. Yeah. You know, even your Cody's, your Bennett's, your Sices, you know, they all had good seasons last year, but you've got to remember this is what why squad depth is really important. You know, when you're comparing Sice to Moutinho, they're in the same team, they've played similar positions, but there's no contest. You know, Moutinho's some people yeah. would say is the best player that's ever played in a Wolves shirt and, and is so highly revered internationally. And Sice, no, no disrespect has played up to this point at a championship level and one season in the Premier League so that's that's the problem that we've got really and sort of without going on a ta- well not too much of a tangent I think this is this is why we are where we are this season and find it a bit harder in these games now is actually that possibly last season we did slightly overachieve where we are and this year with you know I'm sure there's stuff behind the scenes with FFPP we're probably under prepared for this season and I think we're sort of levelling out now to find out yeah we are, we've got some levels and I think that again another problem we've got or potentially going to have is that maybe Nuno has reached the ceiling with these sort of players that have got us this far to this point like I don't think Cody's got any well, against hard say you know and never want a bad mouth or anything like that because you know fantastic for what they've done for the club but maybe these players such as your Bennett's your Cody's your Sices your Doherty's Maybe Nuno's got all we can get out of him, and that might be now where we need to start developing. Moving it's, it's one of those things. There's a reason that the teams that are pushing for the top six are spending big money and trying to buy players that are going to improve them. And you know, we've bought good players. We've bought players like Catroni. You know, who could come good. You know, he, he's got a good pedigree. But you need five or six of them to even think about improving on where we were. You're right, and there's there's there's, there's two parts to this for me, and I I agree, and I think. I think Nuno perhaps tried strengthening in the summer. I know we were linked with like Lamina, for example, and other say centre midfielders. Zaliski, yeah. But I think you know, and and it's a point which we've made before. But I think it's absolutely pertinent in terms of this isn't a disrespect, as Jordan says, to the the players that we've got. This is just evolution. If you want to progress, then you have to evolve, and the players have to evolve with you. And I think what it has and what it may show during the course of the season that we're at least two or three players short. I get the ethos that I've been sticking up for Nuno in terms of he likes a small squad, he keeps everybody happy, great injury record, etc, etc. And that's fantastic. But I think what we're, we're spotting in moments, and it might be something that's addressed in January, is if players are slightly off form, i.e. Neves, for example, and Gibbs White isn't the answer, let's be honest, then I think it's shown we're a little bit short. And, you know, sometimes when you have bad form, if you've got a bigger squad, you can compensate for that. But at the moment, as I think we're referring to, we're kind of at our maximum. But in terms of the game on Saturday as, as, as well, though, in terms of who stood out, I thought Traor had another good game. Um, so I think there were positives there. Um, well, we talked uh, yeah. we talked earlier a bit about, well, I think Jake mentioned something about Bolly. Any concerns around Bolly at all recently? Because obviously he was a bit erratic against Everton and got sent off. He was beaten kind of easily for Palace's goal. Mm. Is is he showing signs of a few? And I know he's the French wall and, and all that, and, and we love him and he's been fantastic for us. But has he shown a bit of erratic form lately in the last couple of games? I think what you've got to remember is that no no player is perfect, and I think the reason that Bolly isn't currently playing for like a you know like a Liverpool Man United somebody at that next level is he has got a mistake in him is that 99% of the time he's on the pitch I always look at him and think he's the best player on that pitch sometimes you know when Martinez on the bench I think you know he's com- he can be com- commanding he can you know he's got brilliant range of passing he's incredibly strong he's quick 
but same with Sice, he's just got that mistake in him. Um, and it, it might, I mean, if you cut that out of his game, he wouldn't be playing for us. That's what you've got to remember. Um, but I, I still think you know, you know, you can make a mistake. Nevers has been sent off before for us before, um, but you know they're still cult heroes sort of thing. You, you've got to allow players mistakes, but I, I, I won't ever accept that he's not one of the better defenders I've ever seen in a Wolf. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I'm not concerned with Bolly. I think yeah, he's perhaps been a little bit erratic, but he's still the best defender, and he's for me, he's your first choice centre half for me. Uh, Completely. So we've talked a little bit there about maybe some like of the negative points, but let's talk, let's balance it out with some positives then. So who stood out during the game? I'm probably going to say straight away that Patricio will probably be in there with the Magian, and he's treated himself to a day at Black Country Museum after the back of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Peaky Blinders, doesn't he? That's why he came to Wolves. He was a big Peaky Blinders fan. I did find Close that a bit strange when I first saw that on Instagram because yeah. we almost saw it and he's got mm. like this all the theme music in the background yeah. as well to it as well and he's, he's got all the gear on he's got the boots and the gym, all walking down it pod, would, it would make sense and if he could speak decent English but we we some of us have been lucky to sit on a table with him and he can't speak that good English <laughs> I say he must so. watch it with subtitles Annie. he yeah. can't really understand yeah. what's going on but the thing is subtitles you, you, you lose the you lose the sort of um, I don't know the word I'm trying to say but you lose an actual brummy saying small eth like it doesn't sound the same in Portuguese, does the it? Portuguese dubbing. <laughs> yeah, Portuguese dubbing of small heath. It's just not the same, is it? So come on, who's who stood out for us then? I'm I'm gonna we'll say give Patricio it's probably as a given I'd imagine because he made what how many important saves? Three, was it, I think, something like that? Yeah, possibly. And it's the thing is with Patricio, I think there were a few people that that sort of criticised him last year, which I thought was bizarre. But I think people are realising that we're really fortunate to have him because I think he's one of the best in in the league, um, yeah, him. I thought Adama as well. And let's not, you know, overstate or understate. Sorry, the you know the role he played and look and the the goal as well, the assist. Yeah. I'm sick of hearing about Adama being not good at assisting and you know. Oh, here we go. Only, oh, what? here we go. He's not happy. Here. Well, <laughs> no. Jupes is on it. Well, Jupes is on it. Fine eyes. Um, but you know, I think you know. It's, uh, I hear it all the time about you know unfulfilled potential and oh, it's just his final ball. Actually, his final ball's not that bad. It's got a you lot know. better. Yeah, yeah. And and, and and it yeah. was with you know um, played out. Um, you know, uh, for Joss's goal, and it has done um, in other occasions. In terms of who else today, I don't think there was any. I can't think. Oh, you, yeah, I, I, think I, I can only agree goal. that I think the, the uh, standouts were really just Traore yeah. and Patricio. Like yeah. the back five are, are shaky sometimes. Mm. You know, Doherty obviously coming in at right back is, offers more defensively than Traore. Even going forward, he obviously had that header. Um, but yeah, Traore has been the standout this season. Is it, has he already got six assists this season? Only got one last season. But that shows the improvement already. Mm. You I know. thought Martinho had a good game as well. He, he always yeah, does, though. Yeah, the yeah, problem is with Martinho is he has so many 7, 8 out of 10s every week, mm. you, you sort of forget about him. Yeah. How can you forget about him? Well, yeah. <laughs> Some of us still dream about him. <laughs> Anyone you reckon, Jordan? No, I think we've covered it really there. It's sort of Patricio, um, sort of like what Hoops said, aka Jupes, that, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I agree completely. I do think he's one of the best goalkeepers in the league and it really... And I can swear on this show, can't I, a little bit? Yeah, just can. Okay, well, it really pissed me off last year. <laughs> and that's putting it politely. The amount of fans around me or seeing it that were like, oh, Patricio's kicking's atrocious. Mm. Rudy, get him in. And it's like, <laughs> hang on a minute. Mm. Like, have you saw what the plan is? If you watch the game, like, we were playing a 3 4 3, and all these kicks were aimed for Doherty. 
Yeah. And no doubt, all his kick. Everyone said, "Oh, his kicking's got better." No, we went three five two. We had Den Donker to aim for as well, so we could aim a little bit straighter. You know, if that's his worst. You know, if he's saying he's kicking and he's Matt Murray couldn't kick. No, he couldn't. No, fans no. Yeah. yeah, he had a pitching wedge of a left foot, yeah. didn't he? And um, little chicken you know, legs, isn't he, Matt Murray? Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, he's you know he's he's shot stopping. He's brilliant, and you know, sort of you, you, you come with a bit of a reputation, but I just think he's getting better and better. And mm. you know. There's an argument that, well, I think so far he's definitely our player of the year. Yeah, I mean, you've got, you've got keepers in this league that, you know, can make the flashy saves. They can, you know, d- jump five, ten yards to their left and tip it over the bar. But I think the reason Patricio is so highly revered and the fact that he's been the Portugal goalkeeper for so long is that he's, con- you know, he's consistent. I, th- I think he he's a sort of um, sort of player that can get you up the league rather than win your matches if that makes sense you know I'm not going to say he's the sort of player that can win you a league but he's the sort of player in our position that could you know at this stage get us into the top 10 top 6 rather than just win you a match or win you a moment and yeah. that's why he's important and I, I agree with you Jordan he's, mm. he's been our pl- outstanding player this season if not true already and also Patricio just oozes absolute sauce doesn't he as well oh, let's be honest the former is yeah. him or Martinho <laughs> who's saucier well, I think I've, I've, I've I think you've got to go Patricio yeah. he's got the height though as well and that's the, what everyone's going to want he's got the height he's got the beard he's just you know I, I, I don't think he could have got even more attractive but when we played in, when, it, when we played <laughs> what in, are we doing <laughs> not, this, you know, when, when, when we played in China and then he'd kind of got that cut underneath his eyes it was like yeah proper man yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that completed the look didn't it that's completed the look He's just, he's just really cool, but and no. Was, he, yeah. he pours us a mean glass of wine, doesn't he? Oh, no. honestly, yeah, he's a <laughs> hell of a drinker. <laughs> so, yeah, finished 1-1. So, probably not the result we wanted at the start of the game, but certainly a result that we would have took at the end. So, what that means is for Nuno is that's now a record equaling six league games without a win. Um, the same, we had the same run last year. Uh, which I've actually got here so lost to Watford lost to Brighton lost to Spurs a draw with Arsenal which we probably should have won if you remember yep. and then a loss to Huddersfield which still greats and then a loss <laughs> to Cardiff so that's a record equal, so he's equal six games let a win but there were but sides as well aren't they really if you, you, you know are, you look at your Huddersfield and your Cardiff yeah. so I think that gives a bit of context to say it ain't all that bad you know and we also not. haven't lost as many games mm. so, yeah, so it's, it's a record equal in six games let a win but a record-breaking seven if we include the Braga game as well. Mm, so right. it's, Pass. If we just chuck, if we just yeah, chuck, no <laughs> if we just chuck that in there. But so uh, the question I'm going to throw out to the table is realistically, right? A lot of, a lot of th- those internet people have talked about it, but realistically, is Nuno's job under threat? Now, I know we're living in a bit of a modern football world where. Nuno can be cock of the walk for two years running and we've only known good things and then as soon as this six game run comes along <clears> seven run people have now started to turn on a bit is it is it realistic that people are saying this job is under threat but by people you've got a very small 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 minority tens of people in the entire Wolves fan base that are calling for it some potentially ironically the only issue or worry that I have is Fosun's history for sacking managers at Wolves. They came in, jacket was gone, uh, I think it was like half 11 at night, sort of a really weird one. Friday night as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a, it was a <laughs> really weird one. You know, they, they've sacked, they've sacked managers at Wolves that haven't performed, even managers that arguably have. And that's the worry, is that realistically, I'm thinking, 
he, sh- he should never go. Everything he's done for us, you know, he should, you know, he should see out his contract. You know, give him, give him chance. Believe in the actual project. But Foson's history worries me. And I think this is the thing because ab- absolutely, you know, he needs a hell of a lot of time. And and I, I would point to, you know, that run last year, for example, he looked at the Huddersfield game and how he reacted to that where he changed formation, he brought Dendonker in, et cetera, et cetera. He's shown many times to be able to adapt and I'm sure he will again. So I don't think he's under pressure, but I think what concerns me is probably similar to what concerns Jake as well, and it's something I've thought about. Foson aren't football people let's be honest they're new to this game and you know I mentioned the China tour earlier what's important to Foson obviously it's a successful football team but moreover it's shirt sales it's exposure in China it's exposure on the world stage now from a non-football perspective as a business as as they are um, if they see a side languishing at the bottom they won't think oh, actually, it's okay because he'll turn things around because he's got time because he's a good manager and this person's not playing well and he can do that. They'll think, hang on, no, we want it now. Yep. You know, with the, I think the, the club have talked about, well, we're a year ahead of expectations, but I think that they cannot help but get excited with the Sky Games, with the tour in China and think, we want it and we want it now. So it shouldn't be, but if, if, we, less, if we lose the next two games, would I be surprised he got sacked? No. I wouldn't be surprised. Do I agree with it? Is is a different question. Yeah, no, you know, I, yeah, it's, but it's I wouldn't be surprised because this is the reality, like it or lump it, of having owners who aren't football people who are there for the business and let there for the the glory. Are you saying folks and the Chinese Mike Ashley? I won't go that far. <laughs> no, I won't go that far. Um that's my concern. I you know, uh, for, for me there's no question. You know, it, he's the best manager I, I've seen and many of us have seen. And I absolutely have so much faith that I'll get things right. Um, but and, it, and it's a crazy thing to talk about, but it wouldn't surprise me, no. What do you reckon, Jordan? Are these internet people being silly? Are they being silly? I mean, there are some people on the internet who are very, very silly. But I'm not going to mention any names or emojis. So, um, would it surprise me? No, I'm I'm with hoops here. Like, would, uh, and again, it's not. Would I do it? Absolutely not. But if if we lose, you know, like say next couple of games, or say say if this run doubles, so say we go twelve, it's unthinkable. But say we go twelve games in the league um, without a win. How far adrift are we going to be? Then that's panic. Mm. And then you know, I'm sure you know with Mendes and you know there's a certain Mister Mourinho and all these yeah. people knocking about. Like again, I'm not saying Mourinho is ever going to come to the Wolves either. But would it surprise me if you know if Wolves would still be seen as you know if that job became available? Mm. I think people would want it and jump on it just because of the project itself. So I wouldn't be surprised at all. I don't think he should be. However, I do think that we need to see some some drastic. We need to see an upturn in something because even the it's not just the results so far this season. It's been the performances as well yeah. that have been lacklustre. It is that, and again, it, it goes back to the modern football point of that. You literally you can you you can do great Look, with us. He's, we've only, he's only ever took us up for for two years, both performances yeah. and and leagues. 
and then suddenly you, you, it doesn't take much, does it, for fans nowadays, and, and as you said, hoops for owners, to suddenly get the, the doubts grow after mm. three games, four games, certainly after five and six, people thinking, oh, is, is he the, has he lost it? Is he the old lost the dressing room mm. uh, cliche comes out? Oh, I should get the klaxon again. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, you know, people start th- double, like, double de- like doubting him, and that's why when the team lineup come out, we was all thinking, well, I'm not, I'm not quite sure, you know, he's, he's got it all right here, but... For, and and for, for, my, for my two cents as well, I, I, I think it's silly talk for, to think about. Yeah. I, I, I agree with what you said, Hoops. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes up to 12 games, like you say, and that it, I'm sure it won't. But um, yeah, touch wood. <laughs> <laughs> touch wood, we get a good result. But um, I don't normally give this pundit much uh, credence, but I did, say, I did think it was quite humorous. I did see, um, I think, it, I can't remember if it was before or after the Palace game. Um, Garth Crooks said uh, oh, had, had wow, okay. ch- ch- chimed in with um, a piece about Wolves and um, obviously the league form was suffering because of Europa League and his advice literally on Wolves and Europa League is to quote ditch it which ditch the Europa okay. just, just ditch just, everything just, that we've worked so hard yeah, for yeah, yeah just, just ditch it just send a whatsapp to you and say nah don't fancy anymore <laughs> we're out but I mean silly I mean, I, you see I, the, I, bring, yeah. I raise it because bit, like things like that really roll me when you know when like people start struggling and say, just just go out, just go out the cup or just go out, go out the Europa League, just, no, ditch, just ditch it. No, just just change the tactic or change the way you approach it. And I think the way we're approaching it at the moment is making a lot of our players tired because you've got Jimenez playing international games and then playing midweek and then playing on a Sunday and you're expecting him to... And he still does, which is why fans love him, is that he's not scoring goals at the moment, but he'll run around and he'll he'll chase every lost ball and he'll run the channels. And that's why we love him, but it's tiring him out and it, mm. it's it's a worry because it goes back to squad depth. Yeah. Well, it does. but I, and, I, and I think touching on the point in terms of the Europa, here's my thing on it. I would imagine the majority of Wolves fans would be not overly disappointed if we were to drop places in the Premier League this season, as long as we survive, obviously, and you know, even if we were top of the bottom half, if we progress, you know, into the later stage of the Europa, because ultimately, and it's what Jake referenced earlier, we've not had the Europe since 1981, so you know, we're pretty confident that you know we're going to be around in the Premiership with how things are going for a few years, but we may not be in Europe, so. Ultimately, from a fan's point of view, then you want this new experience of, and one which is, you know, uh, one to embrace over, oh, OK, well, if you finish 10th, then you'll get 20 million or if you finish 8th, you'll... Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. that, mm. As a fan, that's not as relevant, surely, than progressing in Europe. So I think that's a bit of naive, not naivety, but I think that's kind of losing sight of what a fan's perspective would want from the club. We want us to compete in Europe. Okay, the Carabao, maybe not, but I still want us to compete in the FA Cup. I love cup competition, so, you know, um, we still want us to be successful on on all fronts, but we get things are going to give, and and that's being borne out already. And, you know, the likes of Jimenez is a pure example of it as well. Anything to add before we go to a break, Jordan? No, I think we'll go to a break there and uh, we'll go to pick a break it up. Then. <laughs> right, we, we've, we've covered Palace enough, so we'll be back in a jiffy. Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. 
prices start at just $499. And you get $399 in accessories thrown in. That includes a Nectar mattress, mattress protector, cooling pillows and sheet set, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com and get hugged. Escape your every day with out-of-this-world action. From the gritty apocalypse of the Walking Dead universe to the cyberpunk realm of The Watch and the criminal underbelly of Gangs of London, AMC Plus is more than entertaining. It's epic. Feel all the chills and thrills with Shudder's Halfway to Halloween Month. Experience Shudder's biggest month of horror featuring a new season of Creepshow and new movie premieres every week, all available ad-free and on demand. Start your free trial today at amcplus.com. And we're back. Uh, right, now, let's Carabao, everyone. Wow. It's Carabao time. Wolves versus Reading uh, this, well, tomorrow, if it gets time out tonight. Recording. <laughs> yeah. Time recording. Time <laughs> recording. Um, so, I think we're probably going to see changes ahoy, aren't we, really? Um, I hope so. Normally, I think through previous, certainly in the League Cup, he, he changes, Nuno's kind of changes it a little bit, but not too much. However... I do think we are going to see plenty of changes. Um, there has been quite a few of the under-23 regulars who haven't played at Carlisle tonight. Um, namely, and I, forgive me on some of these names, but Meriton, Shabani, Bruno, Jordao, Dion Sanderson, Taylor Perry and Lewis Richards were all left out of the squad tonight uh, for their game at Carlisle. So potentially may mean that we see a bit of a youthful team against Reading. But chaps... Who do you want to see playing, or more namely, who you want to see rested as well for the game tomorrow? Jordan, I'll start uh, with you. So I think in terms of play, there's one person that I do actually think needs to play tomorrow, um, and it is one of the regulars, and that's Neves. Okay. So I just think this season, and there was patches of it last season as well, I think this season he's just been off the boil, um, and... I think when he's on, when he's on it, he's on it. But some games this season have passed him by, and I do think you know, and you know, he's on the bench against Palace, and he's been on the bench a couple of other games. You know, especially you know, Torino away was it, and or Torino away, I think he started on the bench as well. Um, and it's you know, he'd be the first name on the sheet when we come up in the Premier League. You think actually, you no, know, yeah. Neves, he's he's the one. Um, but I do think he's had a bit of a dip recently, so I do think he needs a game time. Um, I mean, I'd love, you know, I hope Jimenez is in a David Lloyd in a spa tomorrow yes. night and, like, <laughs> just, yeah, champagne and, and mass- caviar. Just, massage. Just, I don't want to see him anywhere near Molyneux. It would be crazy. It would no, be. I can't see it happening. No. The um, thing is, though, I can. Really? I can see a lot of regular starting. Like, me personally, I'd, Martino would be nowhere near the squad. Jimenez would be nowhere near the squad. Not for any reason that they're, you know, in, you know not good, but... They just need the rest. Yeah. You know, Moutinho's ageing legs. I mean, he runs around more than anyone else on the pitch, but just give You do man, like looking him, after him, don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a, a, anything, anything that makes sure that man plays at this club for another five years. And I think going back as well, like, you know, with some of the kids, um, it'd be good to see Kilman. And one that stood out for me in the Asia Trophy was um, Sanderson as well, who yeah. I thought was excellent. And I think he's probably more of a centre-half than a right-wing back as we saw him. So I'd like to see him in his natural position. No doubt Cody will be Cody will play hundred Co- percent. Um and yeah, it'd be nice to see some of these youngsters, you know, have a go and show us what we're about. And yeah, I, I mean I'd love nothing more than a win tomorrow because I think it doesn't matter what the competition is, it'll just breed a bit of confidence around the around the squad. But if you got for me 
winning tomorrow or a win at Watford, a win against Watford, then we could lose five 0 tomorrow. I'll be fine. <laughs> I think we're that desperate right now for a league win. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to the Carabao Cup, should I'm going to use a Brexit reference here? Should we remain in the Carabao or should we just get out now, as in leave? Get out now. Oh, this, this could go a number of ways. So right, yeah, we've also got to be careful how we phrase this without giving out political allegiances. Yeah, get, 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 get ready on the edit button. No, um, look, I think we've got the opportunity here to 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 play the kids. So, absolutely, you need to utilise the competition. Um, the names that have been mentioned, like Sir Sanderson, who we've seen glimpses of in pre-season, uh, Taylor Perry, uh, Shabani. I think it's the guy we brought from Munich, for yeah, example. Um, so these play, but it's an int- I was just thinking on there when Jordan was talking about Neves. This is the interesting conundrum, really, because there's an argument if someone's not playing well, Cody, for example, to bring him out of the limelight. But also, there's the other argument to go give him that confidence game. So give Neves an opportunity to be a talisman in a game like this to get yeah, him co- yeah. confidence and get him minutes. You know, so I think that. So, that, so I think they'll. I think we'll see a mix. We'll see. I would suspect we'll obviously see Rudy. Um, but again, I think if I'm a keeper as well, you would probably want to play. But I think we'll all see Ruddy, um, Kilman, uh, Vallejo probably still needs games in English football yeah, as well. He's yet to be pretty, he's yet to prove um, anything to me. Yeah, so Neto, Jordeo. Jordeo uh, hasn't played for the first team, but I think from what I can remember, cost more than Neto did. Mm. It was something like they, they were like 10 million and 7 million or something like that. But even then. Are we in a position to not play a seven or ten million pound player? Well, well we, we did it with yeah, Den Donker, but no. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say, why did we sign him? But there might be some reasons for yeah. signing. <laughs> yeah. But I think, in, in terms of though, um, Jordao, as I understand it, I think he scored goals recently in the under twenty threes. I think they've had two really good results. They beat Arsenal, did they? Oh, no, drew with Arsenal. Might have beat City. You can tell me if I'm wrong. I don't care. But uh, <laughs> I believe they're on a good patch. And and what we've done this season, which we haven't done in previous years, is we've heavily invested in the under-23s. You know, we've brought the type of players, like you've said, and put them in the under-23s. So we've got a really strong setup there. So you'd expect them to, to come through. Gibbs White will get his standard 90 minutes, uh, I would have thought. Um but yeah, that's how I see it, Jake. I don't know. Well, what um, would what potentially would be a fan reaction if somehow Reading knock us out tomorrow night? I'm guessing uh, in, internet people will be yeah. in full fanny flap mode, don't they? Yeah, I think you might see a few. I'm being negative again, so yeah. I'll, no, I'll, no. I'll balance it out in a minute. Don't worry. I'm sure you'll see some, um, you know, people with you know random faces like FIFA Gen faces saying Nuno out and ha 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 hiding behind all these things. I mean, for me, it's very much a sh- you know, shoulder shrug. Like, it, it's probably this for this yeah. season only. I completely agree with Hoops what you said earlier about. I love cup competitions. I want to go as far as possibly can. But out the four competitions we're in this year, this is well, I suppose the fifth with the checker trade, leasing, cup, whatever it's cup now. <laughs> this is probably four out of five, isn't it? On the you know, mm. are you classing the Asia Trophy in there as well? You've won it there. It's complete, completed it, mate. That's a good competition we've already won. Yeah, so, I mean, it would be one of those where I think, actually, it it might be a bit of a hindrance. Because if, if you start going deep in this competition and you're playing Thursdays, the semi-finals are like before Christmas, aren't they, as well? You could end up with an absolute stockpile of games. So, mm. would I, I would, you know, 
love nothing more than us to actually win tomorrow. But would I be bothered if we get knocked out after a nil-nil jab draw? Get out there is what you're saying. <laughs> Only for the football, not you know, not politics. What, just the, the, the difference will be is if we lose tomorrow but play all the kids. Is there, yeah. you, you, you'll think, okay, fair enough, they're not quite ready. But if we lose tomorrow and we play a pretty strong side, it could continue to deal derail us. So that's why he's got to play the kids. Yeah. Really, he's got 100%. to. It, it just doesn't make any sense to play a strong side no. tomorrow. I think he's got he's got a chance here to at least give his the, the first team a, a clean week run up until the next game. Why would he then start chucking them in to a Wednesday night game? Yeah. And it's such an important game against Watford. And like they, yeah. they need the rest, mm. and we need the preparation. Oh, it's huge. And he didn't even rest these players against Crusaders, or you know, or in yeah. Armenia as well. And then, with all due respect, they're better sides than Reading. So you know, sorry, Reading's probably better side than those two. <laughs> sorry, I'll reverse that. So what I'm saying, so he's ne- he's not going to get another opportunity. Maybe the FA Cup, but yeah, he's got to. Um, but we'll see. He might surprise us again with the team selection. Yeah, he, he has that in his locker to not play. I mean, in 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 the time that he's been manager of Wolves, I can't think of a time where he's played a full team of kids. This is mm. why I'm thinking it's mm. not likely. Well, I mean, there's still there, it's not a sellout, is it? And there's, there's, I don't know what the latest attendance is at, but I know it's not like it was when we played Shrewsbury in the cup last year, where no. we sold it out. I don't God, think, yeah, yeah. I, I don't that. think all the fans are not really bought into it. But yeah. it's the first. Is it second, third round? Of third, round third round. Yeah. I think yeah. it's first round. Think in the cup. Dave Edwards doesn't play for Reading now, so you know when he was at Shrewsbury. We, uh, Who've Reading got them. these days? Anyone know? I don't really follow them. Uh, Charlie, Adam. Bod Charlie Adam. Bod Varson's Bod gone Bod to Millwall, hasn't he? Oh, he he scored. He knocked Albion out the last round. Yeah. yeah. Um, Is he up to still in charge? No, no, no. They've got these. They've gone very Wolves here. I think they've got like okay. a Portuguese manager and ah, John O'Shea's okay. first team coach. All oh, right. Okay. And I know this because these Reading are always my team football manager. So okay. I've been doing some no, research. Okay. Okay. Let me roll Blast. it out a little bit. Yeah. So then they've got they've got Liam Moore. Who was from Leicester? Who's always been relatively talented, yeah. quite top, top, top level championship player. Yeah. Isn't he? Um, there's no one that strikes out like I said. They've got Charlie Adam in what to a, come and keep. What about that lad who we linked with, Danny Lowder? Danny, yeah, he's um, still there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so again, I think they're doing okay in the league this year yeah. as well, Reading. So they might come with with a lesser team as well. So. Mm. Such, such it could be anything team, tomorrow. Aren't they? Such, yeah. a, such a beige team. Right? Oh, That's God. why they're my football manager. Oh. I'm a beige man. <laughs> <laughs> it, a mutual friend of me and Price, uh, I think Ed said, you know, you can judge your team because they're sponsored by Waitrose. That <laughs> 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 just says it about Reading as they, as they were at that time. Did trial. we get Gork from QPR already? Um, he, I've got a feeling Reading. I think it was Reading as yeah. well. So it's the Gorks Derby. It could be the Casper Derby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Right, so I think that, that's enough Reading chat. I think, I think we've given them more than mm. enough time. Um, so we'll go on to the um, the basement battle on Saturday. Oh. It really is at the minute, well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, a massive game. I'm going to use the klaxon again. It's a oh. it's a cliche alert. It's a, it's a six pointer. Classic six pointer. Possibly win. <laughs> get six points. As it's not so, possible. Well, it's a huge game. Let's, let's no, put it, it that way. Let's, let's put it that way. Um, well, I don't even want to begin to think what happened if we, if we don't if we don't win this one. Um, so Watford, they've literally just been pumped eight nil by um, Fran City, and I remember many years ago, was it Birmingham who just got pumped eight nil? And it was Rowett's and first we game. Bored, charge, yeah. Yeah, we were yeah. begging them to keep hold of Lee Clark for another week yeah. until <laughs> we finished playing them, but alas, not. Um, what do we think is going to happen then? What how do we see this game going? Because 
they've not been great since they knocked us out of the FA Cup semi-final. So I've got the stats here. That they finished last year after knocked us out the semi and the semi uh, FA Cup semi-final. They only won one, drew one, lost five, and this season they've drew two and lost four. So ever since that day at Wembley, they've only won one at the last fourteen games. So league, was it really games. worth it? <laughs> was it really worth it? Watford, why didn't you just let us win? That, that FA Cup final says yeah. no, it was not yeah. worth it. The, prob- so, the problem is though, is that it, it is going to go back to that FA Cup semi-final there's going to be nerves it's going to be tetchy because we're both in a really difficult situation at the bottom of the table they've done it before to us you know they've still got dangerous players that obviously caused issues last time and it's going to be a really difficult one to call because they're going to want to bounce back like any team is going to and they were good they were good against us last year as well weren't they they kind of got our cars marked tactically I know there's been a change in manager and, and so forth but yeah, I'm with you. It's going to be a nervous day, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I think uh, they have changed the manager, so they did get rid of uh, Javi Grazia after well being responsible for that bad run since us. But then uh, never go back, they always say. <laughs> Kike Sanchez-Flores has gone back and uh, he had a bit of a torrid time against Man City. I, I was doing something else at the time and uh, I, I had Sky Sports News in the background at um, the venue I was on Saturday and I, I, I couldn't believe it the fact that literally every three or four minutes they kept going to the game and saying golf Man City golf Man City mm. um, but yeah how do we how do we see it going do, are, we, are the boys going to be up for it are we are we going to deliver a, a sterling performance to give us our first win of the season I honestly think the worst thing that could have happened last week was Man City tonking them 8-0 mm. and them coming to us I just think that it, you know they can't play any like you know well Hopefully they can, but I don't think they can play any worse than what they did last week. And that, you know, they owe the fans a performance as well. Um, it happened like last season. Well, Brighton were getting tonked every week, weren't they? And they came and stunk the place out as well. And th- the thing is with Watford is though, I don't think they'd come and do that because I actually look at the team and I still think they've got a very good team on paper and. Cause anyone problems? I think as soon as you underestimate that this Watford team, that you know they could hurt you. Um, we've got to be have our wits about us. But I think if it's one, I think if we score early, you could see the confidence seep out of them. But if they like, if they score early against us, you're just going to see panic. It's going to be shit from the fans. <laughs> like you know, it's all going to be so tense and. Tetchy knowing that we've got a trip to the Etihad the following week. Like so it does feel like this Saturday is we need we need three points this week. Would we keep the same team that we started against Palace? No. No. Who would you change? I don't I don't know if I necessarily would change it again, I don't know. The, the difficult one for me is whether you play is whether you've got whether ch- he plays the three up front again. Mm. Is that do we do we go back to what we were good at last year and have the three in midfield the the, the one for me is is whether Neves plays on Wednesday how well he plays um, Dendonka was a bit you know hit and miss against Palace has been this season there's not been you know it's difficult though to play the five at the back three in midfield two up front because then you've got a choice really of Traore or Doherty is that your choice is whether you play a man in form or you go for something a bit more safe. So it's up for debate, but I would personally, yeah, it's a difficult one because even in my own head, I'm, I'm tossing over whether 
you, you go. I'm glad that's just in your own head. <laughs> <laughs> no, toss them at my table, please. My, my, my only, my in the back of my lot, you know, in what I'm thinking of as well, though, is that not tossing. No, no, <laughs> no, t- no tossing. Uh, is that actually last year? I, I thought other than Liverpool, Watford were probably the best team down Molyneux well last year, and we were playing three four three then. And I just remember Capui and um, yeah. Decor, yeah. they absolutely bullied Matinho and Neves, and I think 100%. I think if we're going to play three four three against them, we've got to go man for man with them. And I'd, you know, it's for me. I think you might have to if you go three four three. It's a bit more attacking than the three five two. There's an argument for Dendonka and Salis. Let's mm. let, let's have a look. And that is no. oh, that is hugely controversial. Let's cast a little eye on on Watford themselves. So I mean, the. I can't say they really strengthened that much in the summer. Their, their three main transfers they bought in was Danny Welbeck, uh, yeah. Craig Dawson, I'm coming, which is a bit, of a, yeah. it's a bit of a strange one, and then Ismail Assar from Rennes. I, I don't profess to know about uh, him at all, but it doesn't seem that they're strengthened massively. I mean, they're, they're fit, they're, although they tailed off at the end of the year, they had a decent season. They started the season terribly, let's face it. So... Have they are they regressing to what some people might think a natural position for them, or did because did they maybe overachieve last few years? That, so I don't know, they're what, probably what do in a similar think? situation to us, where overachieved, didn't strengthen enough, bought good players, but didn't strengthen enough, and and it's it's starting to hit them now, because you know a run of bad form as it's started with us can lead to more and more, and it can just sort of envelop a team like that, especially with no real strong core to it, where. Where we've got, you know, the, the stalwarts of, you know, your Cody that's going to play every single game. I can't look at, I can't personally think of any player in the Watford team that is, or has been the first name on their team sheet. I, I'm, I'm happy to be corrected with that, but it's one of those things that that they're 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 in a similar situation to us that a bad run of form is is getting them bogged down. I, th- I think they are, but I think last year I thought we were very similar, and um, yeah. I, I'm, I am quite. I'm just even thinking about the game. I'm quite nervous about it. I think we all are. Um, it's uh, it's difficult to say at this stage because they've obviously had a little bit of um, disruption with the change in, in, in manager, and obviously they've made a call quite quickly on that. And obviously they had a, a bad run of form towards the end of last season. I don't know. I don't know in terms of how Watford are going to go. I just know from from our perspective, it'll be nerve wracking, but. Um, so I'm still optimistic. If we, uh, if we don't win against Watford this Saturday. Saturday night will be alright for fighting, won't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping Watford. people get the Elton John no, reference there. <laughs> right, let's move on then because, boys, it is quiz time. Oh, okay. So I have I have Dan's quiz here. Um, I think there's five five questions plus a tiebreaker. So phones at the ready. Oh. Jakey, that means you. Otherwise, how will I know your answer? Uh, right. In January this year. Wolves lost 2-0 at home to Crystal Palace. This was the first time we had lost our opening league game of a calendar year since 2013 when we lost 3-1 to who? So I can see you all concentrating heavily here. I shall give you 10 seconds. I will, of course, use a klaxon when your time is up. I need a bit of a countdown, uh, countdown clock here, just to uh, keep on your toes. There you go. Right, 
what have we got, JK? I was under I was under pressure, and <laughs> I guessed that we were. Was that the League One campaign? Was it M- so I'm going to say MK Dons. JK saying MK Dons. Yeah, I've probably got the league wrong. I've gone Preston. Preston. Uh, I went for Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Well, you're all still to get off the mark because the answer was. Crystal Palace. Oh. <laughs> Cheers, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, on to question two, and there's um, you can get two points in this oh. question. So you can go double bubble. In 2008, 442 magazine, what a magazine, mm. named former Wolves and Palace goalkeeper Wayne Hennessy 22nd out of 50 in the Football League's best players. But <laughs> name the two Wolves players that finished above him in that list. Into th- from in two thousand eight. In two thousand eight. Think of all those stars we had in two thousand and eight. That probably would have been the season run up as well. It was oh eight, oh nine, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So two players. Who are they? Who's who's locked in? I'm locked in. I'm, lo- I'm locked, locked in, but I'm locked not in. confident. You locked in, yes. Jordan? Right. JK, let's start with you then. Who have you got? I've gone for my favourite answer of Jodie Craddock. <laughs> of course. And Michael Kiteley. Okay. Hoops, who have you got? I've gone Lescott and Murray. Okay. Jordan? I think from reading 442, this used to include like League 1 and League 2 players. Mm-hmm. So I'm going for... I remember Billy Sharp being in there for Scunthorpe. So I've gone for Andy Keogh. Right. And I'm going for Cole Henry. Okay. Hoops sadly yet to score okay. still. Um, the, the Jays, Jake and Jordan, you got one each. Oh. So, Jake, you said Kitely, did you not? Yeah. He finished third on the list. Wow. And Jordan, you got Keo. He finished 18th on the list. Wow. Keo is an odd one. Banks Blake managed to finish 26th on that list. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and there were no other Wolves players on the list. So, uh, 1 0 1 at the minute. So, next question. Celebrity, I didn't even know that he was. Celebrity Crystal Palace fan Liam Neeson plays. <laughs> <laughs> That's something a bit by surprise, to be honest. Mm. Uh, celebrity Crystal Palace fan Liam Neeson plays the character Brian Watt in the film Taken, sharing the same surname of a striker of ours in the 90s. I've got no chance. People <sighs> look confused. Have you, Jake, have you, have you watched Taken? No. Where he just goes around Paris battering. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know the story. It's all pretty basic. Yeah, it is. But I mean, the problem is, is nineties footballers that played for Wolves. Because I was born at the back end. <laughs> what was his first name? Brian with a Y. Ah, that, cha- <laughs> that changes everything. So, what was his surname? Is what I'm after. I've locked. Okay, okay. I've. Uh, go on, do you want to go first? Who's locked I'd, in? Go on, Jibs. <laughs> I've gone Connolly. You think his name was Brian Connolly? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miller. Miller. I've gone for Nielsen. Nielsen. Jake, it's surprising not you were the closest <laughs> with Miller. Uh, Mills. He I'll plays take it. Brian Mills because we had the striker of Lee Mills. Lee Mills. Was that yeah, the yeah. in the 90s? Never mind. Close. Closest Close. wins, though, yeah? Close, though. Nah. <laughs> right, the penultimate question. 26th of January, 2008. Oh, sorry, Jakey, again. 26th of Jan, 2008. Wolves beat Watford 4-1 at Vicarage Road in the fourth round of the FA Cup. Who were our two centre-backs that day? Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I was there as well. I was gonna. I thought it was the goal scorers then. It was kids for a quid. I remember that day very, very well. 
our two centre halves. Didn't we go and we played him in the league? Didn't we like on the Friday afterwards and lost? Probably did. I'm sure this, we did. This is terrible. Well, I've probably uh, been, but I've, I've gone at clean. I've locked in, but they're both. Um, I'm going to have to. Um, I'm going to have to rush you. This is. Are you, are you locked in, Jack? I've locked in because it's only the only two people I knew. Right, so oh, I'm I'm changing for the benefit of. Jake's okay. locked in. I'm jocked in now. Uh, jo- uh, Jordan's uh, jocked in. I'm jocked in. <laughs> uh, oh no, that's wrong. Okay, fine. Are you, are you in? Yeah. Hoops is in. Right, uh, Jake, you were the first to jock in. So who've you got? Uh, I've gone for my favourite fan cast quiz answer of Craddock, <laughs> of course, and Breen. Craddock and Breen. Okay, Jordan. I went from Craddock and Breen to Collins and Breen. Okay. I, I've got to do that thing they do on Countdown, which doesn't really work on the podcast when you have to show <laughs> the other person you were, your answer. We almost all had Breen and Craddock, yeah. Well, if either of those answers are right, we've got an issue. Well, there's only one person that got a point here, and that's Jordan. Neil Collins. Because Neil Collins and oh. Darren Ward were our oh. pair on that day. So I do believe that Jordan <coughs> is nudged in front. Yep. Mm. Let's two, take it. 2 1 0. So the final, play now. final question now. <laughs> Yeah, just say whatever he says. <laughs> Put it in the corner. So the f- last question is, former Watford owner Elton John was heavily involved in the soundtrack for the 1994 movie The Lion King. <laughs> but who knocked Wolves out of the FA Cup that year? In 1994. Brilliant, fantastic. <laughs> 94. 94. Oh, God. Um, it's great when you look at the answer, aren't you? Oh. Yeah, I'm playing for fun now anyway. So just to build the anticipation, I'll go first. Uh, I've gone for Chelsea. Okay. Portsmouth. Jordan? Portsmouth. Fulham. Fulham. And there is only one of you that got it on the nail there. And he was playing for fun, but he got it right. Nice. It was Chelsea. Yes. Why? I, vague, so, I vaguely remember that. I think my old man went, yes. So well I, I, I don't get well any point. I don't get any Thank points for this, but I think Gavin Peacock scored for them. You, you can get. <laughs> I know. I know. Get a million know, play, yeah. play points for that one. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well done, Jordan. Thank you. Debut win. Thanks. Debut win. Well done to you. Um, we, we don't need to do the tie breaking here, do we? We shall move swiftly on to Twitter Corner. So our favourite part, well, most people's favourite part of the fan cast this week. So let me just bring up the Twitter questions. I think we've had quite a few this week, actually. So, I am googling Chelsea Wolves 1994. Just <laughs> the first one is off. Uh, well, the first question, Hoops, is actually off off uh, Mystic Kev. Oh, the, the first Twitter question is coming from Mystic Kev. Uh, just, just quite simply, will the folks in hierarchy be at Molyneux Wednesday and Saturday? No. <laughs> Um, I think probably what he's referring to is kind of when things aren't going well, the, are they uh, going to be around? But um, I reckon they'll be in Shanghai in the the big tower. So yeah, Sam Spencer, he's uh, he's wrote in as they say on the live shows. Uh, three alternative captaincy choices if Cody was injured, rested, or subbed. We'll have one from each of you. Matinia. Yeah, that's yeah. what it, that was stated straight away. So, <laughs> Jake's on from a team. Hoops, who would you have as an alternative captain? Uh, do you know what I thought was... about this earlier? Uh, Patricio. Oh, wow. Well, that would be a saucy captain. That would, want... that would be my choice as well. Um, you going to give us a curveball? Matt Doherty, probably. No, it's, I would I would, have gone, I would only go for I would only go for that. I'm just thinking, you know, years at the club. So. A bit of loyalty. 
He might be captain tomorrow, you never know. Uh, next question is from our very own Andy Gillard. Or, as if, if I get a WhatsApp message on my car and I'm not pressing to play, he always says Andy Gillard. So I'm going to call him Andy Gillard from now on. It was uh, Gavin Peacock. <laughs> well done. Okay. Well, still no points. Well done. <laughs> Tiebreaker. I'm glad the huddle played for Chelsea uh, at time. Andy asks, favourite Spice Girl? Who was our favourite Spice Girl? Jakey, you must have had one, surely. Posh Boys. Okay. I think I'll go with Baby, but... I, I must admit, Posh Spice in that video, as it say, you'll be there on the desert, was particularly good. Particularly For the pause button as a, as a, as a young man. By yeah. uh, favourite, is this favourite as in to oh, look at or to see or, or voice? Oh, right. But I mean, voice. I mean, is there a... I mean, my answer would always be Baby Spice anyway. I'm just covering my arse in case more misses hears us. So, Baby Spice. Uh, for me, definitely Ginger Spice. Just... Absolute filth. The Brits. Um, <laughs> this is there's a bit of a wrestling theme to this next question from uh, Conor McQuayle. Uh, Hoops, this is definitely going to be one for you. AEW yeah. or NXT? Uh, AEW. Uh, any reason why? Is it because of Jericho and the bubbly? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just a good, um, different sort of way to look at uh, wrestling. It kind of reminds me of WCW, which I used to like back in the day. So yeah. Um, we have had a, a question from uh, Wes Doob. I hope that's how you his name. He's an American-based supporter, and essentially, I'm going to boil down his question because it's quite long. Um, tears for fears. Um, why? <laughs> why are we playing Tears for Fears? <laughs> please, please enlighten me, he says. So please enlighten Wes Doob on why we play Tears I for Fears. I know the answer to that question. Uh, it was Laurie Dalwimple's favourite band because I think the lead singer from Tears for Fears is a United fan. And he tweeted him, and Laurie said that was his responsibility. So, in answer to your question, and I don't get many questions <laughs> right on this <laughs> podcast. I'm sure you still haven't won the quiz. No, I still goes won three, the quiz. two up in a quiz. <laughs> no. um, but it's just a little solitary win for me. Yeah, that's why we do it. Because as, as we all know, there's no real connection to walls and tears for fears. But not at all. It should always Laurie. be a Led Zeppelin song. It yeah, makes me feel that we don't walk out yeah. to an immigrant song. Yeah. Or celebration, or something a bit, yeah, something just, a bit more. Anything in-keeping. that's just, just slightly off topic for off Twitter corner is my question. Mm. Where's Laurie? Where? Well, this is, this well, is what we want to know. He's certainly not on the Thomas Cook holidays. Where's Wally? Is he going to appear in a magazine? He's going to appear in a matchday program. So it's going to be like a little feature on the back page. Uh, next two, que- well, next question, last last but one one is quite a, uh, it's quite a negative one. How much do you despair at the ridiculous overreactions to a poor run of form? So, are we despairing? Are we despairing no. the mini? No, no. Well, I, I think well, well I mean, just despairing to the, to the overreaction. To the reaction, yeah. I think we we we've talked about it. I don't. The context is massive here. Um, people go overboard, and this is a, a world we live in where people want results yesterday. And but yeah, come on, we're, we're okay. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are, we, are, you sure yeah. are we all okay? Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> for now we are mm. has to be Saturday yeah <laughs> uh, and the last question from uh, Viva Los Lobos mm. uh, you'll need a bit of under 23 knowledge for this one who from the other 23s do you think will break into the first team now, how's your knowledge of the under 23s then well I think yeah. as I mentioned earlier Jordao has got to be given a chance at some stage um, the 10 million under 23 yeah, man yeah Shabani from Bayern Munich surely has got to get some game time problem is now we have got a fair few strikers that could play um, Sanderson although we had a fantastic pre-season we've got you know two players that could play at right back now because Traore can play there so I feel like 
that's unlikely. Kilman, he just doesn't seem to be giving him any any sort of a chance. So I think of all the ones that I can remember, Jordao would be the one. I mean, with a name like Maximilian, yeah, Kilman mm. for me, he's got to play. Yeah, it I'd would go, be I'd nice. Go, for the I'd back go with that. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably say my honest answer would be none. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see where. We're at the point now, and I think that you know you saw sort of Man City when they were growing. That they did very similar to us; that they were buying players from over, you know, overseas from you know bigger, bigger clubs to fill out their under twenty three mm. squad, and using it as a bit of a FFPP bend, weren't they? Buy them in for eight, sell them for fifteen. I don't mean you. I don't. I'd be surprised if you saw any of these Shabani's, Jordaus end up playing a minute for us in the Premier League this year. It's all about the paper trail, isn't it's it? It's all, all about, about the, the paper trail. <laughs> right, gentlemen. I think we'll leave it there. Hopefully, my hosting was all right. Very good. Hopefully, well it was all done. right. Uh, so, all, all that's left to say is bye from Jakey. Bye. Bye from Dupes. Bye. <laughs> and bye from Jordan. Goodbye. See you, everyone, and see you next time. <laughs>